Anytime you want, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time you are tuning in, this is the Two Hands on the Hurl podcast, season two, episode 10. I'm your host, Ricky Dunn. I'm joined by the usual suspects today. Robbie, how are you keeping, man? Yeah, I'm good, man, Rick. How are you? All good, man. All good. TJ, what's going on? How are you? A good time. I was just thinking that's a classy introduction. Fair play to yeah, you. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, work, I wasn't working on that for like the last week or anything. Never mind. But uh, <laughs> Jack, how are you, Keith, man? What's going on? Good, no man. And uh, and uh, you? All good. All good. All good. Quite weak, you know, same as usual. Yeah. And last same but not least, you. big man Liam, what's going on? Not much, Rick. Any crack, boy? Same as, you know, it'd be nice when everything kind of gets back to normal because we can actually, you know, in the intro, we can actually talk about things and saying, oh, yeah, same, I same know, as. I know, right? Same, 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 same. Loving the intensity of this, yeah. Yeah, this is it, man. This is we the 40-minute show. This is it. This is the 40-minute <laughs> <Yes>. show. <laughs> uh, guys, listen, let's crack on then, all right? Let's talk about the Six Nations. Some uh, massive, massive uh, results going on there today. Uh, let me see, Jack. What do you think? England beating France. What's the story there? Yeah, crazy game, really crazy game. Um, I mean, people didn't really know how how uh, France were going to come out of the last kind of two week break. Um, I thought they were going to come out slowly. Uh, didn't really think that they were going to come out with much intensity, but uh, I was completely proven wrong. Like they came out and matched in, uh, England's pace like really well, and I mean the game started off strong. Um, so like, even though they lost, I was pretty, um, I, I was pretty impressed. Um, I was gutted that England won. Like, you know, who fucking likes them bastards? Like, but, you know, <laughs> um, overall, like, overall, like there were some pretty good positives, you know, great, like, uh, flow to the, uh, great flow to the game, but just sad to see him, yeah, kind of just miss out. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it was. You know, you're you're dead right. Like, you know, like now look, I didn't see it. Obviously, I was in, I was in work, like, but just even from your response in the group, like, you can see it is devastating. Obviously, when England win, anytime England win, it's devastating. Oh yeah, it was. Any, it was. It was any occasion. <laughs> yeah, anything. Anyone but England. You know, I ain't saying that would happen. Yeah. I'm your English. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, um, I go on to the Wales game. What do you think of that, Liam? Um, I didn't watch it to be honest. Uh, All right, I watched. Okay. I I turned it on. <laughs> Yeah, I turned it on after 20 minutes and Wales are already up uh, 22-0. So I said, yeah. oh, fuck that, that's, that, that's over. So I actually went out, I popped down to Adelaide at halftime. Came nice one. Straight, it was straightforward enough, wasn't it? It was kind of just, you know, as ah, you yeah, expected. Yeah, yeah, you knew what was going to happen. Uh, to be honest, I was actually surprised to see Wales uh, take it to them so much very early on. Yeah. Uh, you'd normally see Italy kind of put it up to teams for the first 40, 60 minutes and then they'd take off. But, you know, in fairness to Wales, they, they went at it from the start. So they laid down a marker now for uh, who they're playing next week. France, is it? France, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so France. They, lay, yeah they lay down a marker for France now next week. So uh, Ayrton comes down to that game for the two of those teams. So brilliant fucking finish to the, to the comp. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Robbie, um, I was just thinking there, like, what, what's going on? What happened to Wales? Remember Wales last year? Like, what's the story? Like, Wales were just absolutely diabolical. Like, and then they just really just come out of nowhere. What do you think? Yeah, I think like they played, they didn't really play well in the first two games and they still won the game. So, and then they were kind of, uh, they pl- played a kind of decent enough game against England and then they have to play Italy. So they kind of, they just kind of hit the tur- tournament kind of right um, against Ireland in the first game. Um, 
we got uh, Peter Manny sent off and that kind of changed the game. I think we definitely deserve to to win that game and Scotland probably deserve to beat them as well. So I think they're lucky to be kind of going for a grand slam, but that's kind of a typical kind of Wales uh, sort of team that you're just kind of not playing well, but they're kind of in the contention for uh, a grand slam next weekend. Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that, um, how that goes really. But um, just touching on the games tomorrow then, TJ, we have Earl's back, uh, Healy's back, I think, and Heron is back. Murray's on the bench. What's the thing for that tomorrow? I won't lie, I have a real fear going into the game tomorrow. It isn't um, usually when Ireland are kind of not at their best, Scotland are a team that can punish them. Um, so I'd have a real fear going into it. Um, uh, sorry, so I was going to say Wales, but Scotland w- would have been bitterly disappointment, uh, disappointed with their performance against Ireland last year. So I expect a real backlash against uh, Scotland tomorrow. So I, I won't lie, I have a real fear going into it. And Really? I mean, yeah, I know I definitely would, especially heading over to Murrayfield. I mean, it's not an easy place to go, even if you're on the top of your game. Um, of course, yeah. Just going back onto the other games, it really just shows how lacking confidence Ireland are at the moment. Because no matter how poor England can be, you always expect a big game out of them. I can't True. see that with Ireland at the moment. I mean, you can't say Italy, the Italy game was the top class one because Italy are Italy. But um, I have a real fear about tomorrow, lads. I don't think Ireland are lacking confidence, Otida, because they've like they've put it up to Wales in the first game after having the lad sent off. You know, they put it up to France, who we actually absolutely wrote them off against. You know, and I think um, obviously Italy is Italy, so I'm actually quite looking forward to tomorrow. I think they can actually put up quite a good performance. Yeah, but I mean, you can't take anything from moral victories in a sense. I mean, we. But you've you've just based your statement on their last uh, on their last couple of games as well. Well, the only teams we beat in the past year is Wales, a really poor Wales team last year. And Wales beat us this year. France beat us last year and beat us this year. England absolutely walloped us the past couple of years. So, I mean, basically the only teams we beat was a very poor Wales team. Scotland, who were would have been bitterly disappointed, and Italy, who are, to be honest, shouldn't be in the Six Nations at the moment. Okay, I know we're going for this five minute episode, but like <laughs> if you if you if you base uh, you're basing it off of wins uh, or wins or losses against your bad or good teams. But like I, I know Ireland have lost they've lost their first two games of this tournament, but they have played really well. And then they they hammered Italy, which we expected. You know, I actually I think they're gonna do well against Scotland tomorrow. Now I don't think they're gonna put up fucking 40 points on them and, and you know, hammer them into the ground but I think they're going to win by one or two tries at least I can, uh, I can see them play it well though. yeah definitely look that's like that's two good like great points from the boat you guys um, and that's just that's what we love about like you know what I mean I definitely want to interrupt you when you're you're going on them rants when you're having a go at each other but uh, listen I just want to get um, uh, Jack I want to get your view on that game tomorrow as well yeah it is uh, pretty interesting because I mean, people have been saying about Scotland for years that they've been building for something, you know, and it's almost kind of a almost kind of a, a cliche. But but the Scotland team of this year, they actually are, you know, better come uh, paired to previous years. Um, and you were saying with the likes of Colin Murray, uh, he is um, 
he's a soul for tomorrow. Like uh, yeah. people like that, and uh, people especially with Conor Murray, like uh, we say, compare him to his best, maybe back in like 2016 or 2017. Yeah. Like you know, he is far from his best level. Um, he is starting to come back, but I do feel um, going into tomorrow, you know, I, I, I don't feel we're desperate, but I do feel like, you know, we need a good game out of this. Um, and I do feel like, obviously, kind of like Ian was saying, you know, I do think we can win, but mm-hmm. I think um, we're going to have to just do an awful lot of the simple things right consistently and, uh, like, attack hard, defend hard and go onto the pitch with an, with an actual attitude. Um, something I feel like we've been kind of lacking sometimes and just and just bring it to them. Agree completely with yeah. you, Jack. Agree yeah. completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Bang on there with that, Jack. Yeah. Um, Robbie, what's your take on it? Yeah, I think it's a, <clears throat> it's a big game from uh, Andy Farrell's point of view because if he loses that game, he's kind of facing into playing England next week having only beaten Italy. Um, and I agree with what Liam said. I think we have played well uh up until now, uh, I expect us to beat Scotland. Uh, I think we always kind of have the upper hand over them, especially over the last 20 years or so. So, yeah, I think we're going to win. It's going to be a close game. It's not going to be, um, you know, like we're not going to beat them by 10, 15 points or like that. But I, th- I expect us to win. And then if we beat England next week, then we can consider it to be have been a good tournament. But if we lose against England, then, you know, that's kind of it. It's kind of reflecting bad on Andy Farrell, I think, because he didn't win the first Six Nations when his first is the uh, two previous coaches had won the Six Nations in their first year and he's gone two yeah. seasons without winning it and kind of only beaten Italy and Scotland in this, in this tournament. So, yeah, I think we beat Scotland tomorrow and then if we can beat England tomorrow in, or next week, it'll be a good tournament. Then. Absolutely, yeah. It's fair points as well. So, we're just going to say everyone's going to go for an Ireland win then, yeah? All across the board. Yeah, true. Oh, hopefully, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't exactly. think TJ was going for an Ireland win though. I think he was going for Scotland. Yeah, actually, oh, no. TJ, it's TJ. No, it's TJ. It sounded like that you were going for a Scotland win there. Oh, no, Just... I, I have a real fear. Oh, he's on the fence going... again. He's on the fence. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if we play to our full potential, we will win. But if we're one bit off at all, we could be really punished. That's all I was saying. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair point, TJ, fair point. Um, okay, guys, look, we'll move on to a bit of the soccer then. Right? We won't, there's not really much really going on there, but I'll just touch on a few... Are you all still there, lads? Yeah, I'm back well, now. I, I, I can't I'm hear Ricky well. at all. I can't hear Ricky no. at all. I was like, am I the one cut off? Or is everyone else? I didn't know either. <laughs> Ricky cut off. I was like, should I say it? <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I seen his profile was still green on Zoom, and I was like, what the fuck? So I think I, yeah, I, like, I, I, I muted myself to see if I'd bring my audio back in. <laughs> <laughs> We're after losing our hosts there, I think, with connection difficulties. Oh, he's, yeah, he's so, gone completely, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> he jumped shit. Actually, that, that actually just happened to me as well, right before it happened, Ricky. Like, I got booted from the call and I came back in. Did you? So, oh, uh, I, yeah. I never noticed. Didn't even realise that. Yeah, sound that, sound that. Thanks, friends. Thanks, friends. Okay. I'd say, forget the other point. We we'll just continue on. Ricky will jump back in when we're on. <laughs> yeah, sorry, lads. Right. I'm back. I'm back. Absolute <laughs> massive technical issue. The internet just dropped out. The internet completely dropped. In short, Due Ricky, well, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. But I think I think Wolves are going to win at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, thank God for that. I was like, I was, I was literally like, like, like hello? It's like, name? Danny, anybody there? <laughs> we were we were sitting here, I'd say, for a good kind of six, seven eight, or eight, eight, yeah. eight seconds. Yeah. And it was like, I actually said to him, I was like, are you there, lads? Because I like I thought it was me. I, I I muted myself to see if I'd like come back in or something. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" But you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say is like whoever, like you know, <laughs> Vodafone possibly has the worst internet that you could actually get. I'm just going to say that because it just drops out. It's going to come back there in about two minutes. It just decides to drop out once uh, every now and again, and it would have to be the one time I'm hosting it. Anyway, yeah. So, Liam, sorry there, but uh, you said anyway you fancy Wolves there to win, obviously, because you're such a diehard fan. You love them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a tight one, lads, but I'm, I'm going to say it. A t- 2-1 win, Wolves. <laughs> two, nice one. one. That's a great... Who's going to play well for Wolves? All of them. Who's not going to play well? <laughs> I love any, it. Any specific, na- any specific names of players? No. Um, no, no, no. I think they're all going to play well, man. You're like... <laughs> It's hard to pick a favourite when they're all going to play so well. But, uh, like, you know, Traore there on, on, on the wing. You, know, oh, he's, he's, you pulled that one there. The Trump card. The Trump card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's nice going to be a good game, lads. No, nice one, nice one. Um, any other games on? Uh, TJ, careful, what do you think? Um, you'd be hoping to get a bit of a bounce from the win during the week. Um, they did the last time against Sheffield, but... Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Never, like I, Liverpool, I've actually been watching, sorry to cut you off, Tage, but I've been watching the last couple of games with Liverpool because my housemate is a diehard as well. But they're an absolute different animal in Europe. Yeah, they're oh, the, yeah. the same. It's kind of like United last year. Like United were soft in the Prem, but they were good in Europe. Yeah, it, it only kind of bonuses Mane and Salah after scoring both the down point to that is they done that the last time they were the two players that scored. We beat Sheffield and then we lost what was the two and the trot after that. So, um, so what you're going, saying is you're afraid. I, I am afraid. I, I, <laughs> I, I'd be kind of confident we could nick a win, but Wolves are a team that always kind of put it up to Liverpool. Always did. So, uh, yeah, I, I keep my cards close to the chest there. I fancy us to nick a win, maybe a 1 0 or something. But uh, Who, who's at home? Sorry, T, who's at home? Uh, geez, you have I think it's Wolves. Yeah, I think you might, you might get the, you might get, you might get the result then because God knows if it was in Anfield, you wouldn't be winning anyway. That's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> we have better away form, all right. We should move yeah. our games. Where was oh, it? Budapest. Six on the trot, is it? Yeah, <laughs> six yeah. on the trot, six on the trot. Anyway, look, we we'll leave you off on that one, TJ. Look, we won't go too much into it. Um, just, Man United again. Sorry, go I on. just want to. I just want to say that that's probably the most research I've ever put into anything on this podcast. So uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you props there, Liam. Well done. Fair play. Fair play. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Um, we have Man United and West Ham then as well. Look, that's obviously me being a United fan. I'm not going to go too much into it. I'm not going to be biased on that. So I might just ask Robbie, in your opinion, what you think? Yeah, it should be a good game. Um. Like uh, typically, United kind of tend to sit in against kind of teams that are higher up the league, you know. But um, I think kind of West Ham have the tools to kind of uh, to make it a good game, and hopefully, it'll be kind of a kind of a few scores going either way. So uh, I think I think it, like if um, maybe West Ham can score early, then United can come out a bit more, and because uh, I don't think they're going to try and win, they're not pretty trying to win the league title or anything like that. So because um, they're so far behind City, so yeah, I think they'll just kind of sit in. But if West Ham score early, it could be a good game. 
because mm, many like have looked leggy of late now they have they look kind of a kind of short for answers um, you can see them going forward as well Bruno's kind of like doesn't really kind of there's not much moving ahead of them so they are kind of struggling interesting to see but Man United you know you kind of get two different sides you don't really know what you're going to get yeah true um, but, but Jack I actually don't know do you actually support anyone? Uh, well I guess my family's team would uh, be Manu but um, oh, you're on. I so yeah, you. we are friends now. Uh, but um, I but I wouldn't be the biggest diehard uh, football fan. Definitely not. Okay, but you know what I was actually thinking. Of? I was only thinking this during the week. What we should do, um, for you, Jack, we should literally just. Well, we do see this thing on Soccer AM where they have people on there who aren't really fans of football, so they'd make them. Uh, pick a team so we'd have to put in the 20 Premier League teams and we'll just get you to pick something over hat maybe that might be an interesting thing yeah, to see yeah. crack like and then that yeah, is your team that. like I think that'd be a cool yeah, idea um, right guys that, that's yeah. perfect so that's that's, that's it's just cool yeah. isn't it basically what you did with me exactly yeah. <laughs> it works it works you know you might watch one or two games in the year but like it mightn't be the team you pick out so uh, yeah are you going to stick with Wolves next year then? I probably will because I actually like their kit and I was thinking of buying the jersey. I know I said this a while ago. So. <laughs> I think that's, that's the biggest always thing. Always pick your team on, on their kids. Always, yeah. always pick your team on their kids. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. Jack. Yeah, bang on. It even, it even came to a point, lads, just for me to kind of learn a couple of names. Um, the brother... One name. One name. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I know, no, no. I'll, I'll rattle off a couple now in a minute. But you know, like, because this was... The brother gave me... Uh, FIFA 20 when he got the new one so I've been playing a bit on that you know so um, I haven't played in a while but is there a, a Moutinho in the middle yeah and Neves uh, Jimenez I know Doherty has gone to Tottenham or whatever prick <laughs> um, yeah. Well done, well done, Liam. Well done, well done. We'll leave yeah. you there. You don't. You got loads. You got loads. Sound, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Winning. Um, right, guys. Listen, what we're going to do is then we're going to move on then to we're going to say what's everyone's final sports personality of the year. So I said that to you during the week. So let's kind of see what you kind of came up with there. Let me go to TJ, sports personality of the year so far. Anyway, what do you think? I thought we had to pick two, <laughs> so I won't lie. Uh, I was going to pick uh, Katie Taylor for female sports personality and Sam Bennett for male sports personality. But since we only have to pick one, it has to be Katie Taylor. Yeah. Kyopo and that, yeah. Trump, Trump card. Okay, go on. Give me why. Give me, tell me why. Tell me why, TJ. What's she been doing? What's, what's, what, in your opinion, why does she deserve it? Because she's, she's Irish. She's just a legend. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> Plus, you'd be scared not to pick her because she'd beat you up. Like, but I know. Yeah, uh, man, very I mean, with like, I mean, the way she bounced back after being robbed in the the last Olympics, like turning pro, which isn't easy, and an awful lot of, I mean, an an awful lot of Irish boxers turn pro and failed, but uh, yeah. a, a good lot of them turn pro and they're successful. So, I mean, to be the to do what she done in what the past four year or four or five year it's just immense like so I mean she just goes from strength to strength the one thing I'd be wondering is what more can she do like I mean can she yeah. try to kind of change kind of change trades in a sense would she maybe make more money in wrestling or something like that I know she strive for a bit more in boxing but there are an awful lot of doors there open and open to her, or maybe go MMA, MMA either. But uh, I know it's yeah. just she's just a legend. 
I, I can't yeah. even do her much justice in what I said. Like, no, TJ, that's that's plenty. Now you're you're just you're on the money there. Like, yeah, she's what she's done for women's professional boxing. Like, I I know myself. Like, I wouldn't have really have kind of been into. It. To be honest, I think we can all agree that like uh, women's professional boxing wasn't really a thing until Katie, you know, got it going with Sky and what Sky have done with her. And everyone, else, I've even started to watch other fights, women's fights. You know what I mean? It's just she's just amazing yeah. what she's done, and you're bang on there, TJ. Really, what you said, Robbie. What you got? Yeah, uh, well, I think I'll go for uh, Tom Brady uh, for NFL. He won the Super Bowl. He's like Brilliant. forty-three, and he, like he won his uh, seventh Super Bowl. You know, so it's kind of I think like you know I think it's been a kind of a poor enough year for like you know outstanding players and stuff. And you have like Messi and Ronaldo. It's the first time since two thousand and five they haven't made the quarterfinals of the Champions League. So usually one of them would be kind of lighting up uh, the kind of the football screen sort of thing. But uh, I don't think there's been too many outstanding players. So I'll just just give it to uh, TB12 there for uh, winning the Super Bowl there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, no, that's actually that's a great show, Robbie, to be fair. Like, you know, isn't, he, isn't it right in saying he's actually like the most successful franchise like in, yeah, you know, he's in NFL? More than, uh, he's <laughs> won more than uh, any other team. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wow. good. It's unbelievable when you look at it that way, isn't it? No, you're, uh, yeah, that's actually that's a great show, Robbie. Um, let me see, Jack. What about you? Um, so I guess, like, I probably was going to go with with um, with Katie Taylor too, um, because like she's obviously just a legend. But I, but because uh, TJ picked her, I'll go with someone else. TJ robbed your pick. Uh, he pretty much Jack robbed can't me. Work away. So he can't work away. Kind of <laughs> no, you can see he both said. Rob does yeah, all, man. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would probably go with someone like uh, Lewis Hamilton. Uh, he's a Formula One driver, and he, in the past year, he won his seventh world um, title. So now he's tied with Michael uh, Schumacher for um, uh, F1 world titles. But he actually, during the year, sur- uh, surpassed his uh, race wins. So I guess on paper now, he is like we'll say the best driver ever um, but he's signed a new contract to come back for another year and to basically have a crack at you know uh, we'll say going uh, for eight but I guess yeah. the main thing is what makes him so cool is you know like um, F1 is a really rich sport and like typically people have to come from a really well off background to kind of break it into the scene because you know like buying like expensive go-karts and like stuff like that like it obviously yeah. doesn't come cheap but he came from a council estate and he was actually able to you know, get funding and get like a sponsorship to get him through the ranks. So, you know, he came from really humble uh, beginnings and, you know, he is really involved with like charities and he just, he just seems like a really cool guy. And obviously he's just super fucking talented. Um, so yeah, he, so he'd be my pick. Do you know what, Jack? That is actually a great show. To be fair, just especially when you know yeah. when you have TJ robbing your pick as well, like so, and you have to kind of come up with that one. That was a, <laughs> yeah, true. That was a very that's, guess, a I, that's one I wouldn't have thought of. I wouldn't have thought of that at all. Now that's yeah. actually yeah, he does. He does a bit third yeah. in the conversation. So uh, fair yeah. play on that one, uh, Liam. What about yourself? Uh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to go with Jack on this one because uh, I have to make up one on the spot. I think we're all <laughs> we're all gonna go with Katie Taylor on this one. Like, so, um, it's such an yeah. easy pick, like <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> And as I said, it, it, she stands out because uh, you know, we're Irish as well. Like, so. Absolutely. But, um, I'm, lads, I'm going to go completely off the cuff here and go in English, lad. Uh, Ellis Genge. Ellis Genge. Like, uh, he's, a, he's a prop for um, 
for England boys, and he, he's just an absolute fucking character. So uh, he's been on uh, the House of Rugby podcast a few times, and um, what other one? The good, the bad, and the rugby. And boys, he's, he's like you know James Haskell. If you like James Haskell as well, like you know he just doesn't give a fuck, and he'll say what he wants to say. And I think that just stands out. And you know his haircuts, his hairdos are fucking mad. Like he's gone from having a mullet to shaving that. And if you've seen him today, he has bleach blonde hair, but it's done down as a buzz cut, and it looks fucking class. You know I wouldn't <laughs> sue anyone, only a prop. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Ellis Gaines. Um, I'm going to give another kind of standout one as to Conor McGregor because. He has been known yeah. for ages as an absolute standout, and I'm not going to hold back on this as a standout cunt. And uh, yeah, just yeah. Like, you know, and then like this year and last year, he's kind of come out and he's just completely bugged face, and he was all kind of humble again, and you know, he was he was just down to earth. So, um, you know, but, but Ellis Genge is me, lads. You know, yeah. rocking those uh, rocking rock those fancy deals. Yeah, nice one. Air two, uh, good shouts as well, Liam. Now too, definitely. Uh, ones I wouldn't have thought of either definitely would not have thought of them but uh, what I would have said if I was to kind of recommend anyone obviously being a United fan I probably would have said Marcus Rashford everything he's done um, yeah, he's over so the last year yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I think especially he's what he's done for United yeah do you know what he just is like he's just you know you can't even if, even Liverpool fans I don't think they hate him for what he's done do you know what I mean he's been half of bloody England <laughs> he shamed the he British also government just so young too this is it's it, mad, yeah. yeah it's, it's mad to see a young lad doing that, like, you know, isn't it? Like, he's you know so what I mean? He's 22, 22, 23, like, Jesus, what was I doing at that stage? Yeah. It was just too yeah. busy drinking and, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so you have to hand it to them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we won't go into that anyway, Liam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 we move on, we move on, we move on. Swiftly just moving on. One point TJ made. <laughs> yeah? Just one point TJ made about uh, Katie Taylor becoming a wrestler. I just think she'd be the worst wrestler of all time. Just 100%. imagine her, like, her pre-match uh, interview should be like <laughs> completely like so boring like for wrestling she wouldn't last a week yeah I mean Katie, yeah I mean Katie, Katie Taylor is a legend but I mean her personality is shocking like absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, well done yeah, guys, that was some great great shouts there absolutely great shouts out of everyone um, interesting choice as well I have to say so let me go on to let me see what we're going to talk about now. What do we say we're talking about there? A bit of sports, your favorite sport memory. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. So let me see who we'll start with there. We'll change it up a bit. TJ, let's go. Tell me what's your favorite <laughs> you sport memory. Change it up a bit. You start with TJ every time. <laughs> no, I'm happy. All right, Liam. All right, Liam. I'm happy. All right, Liam. Don't start with me because I, I have I don't have one. I think this on the spot. All right, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Liam. <laughs> oh. no, you, you put yourself into this now Liam you put yourself into it give it to me come on alright is this um, ooh, I'm going to say right my favourite sport of memory is the first time I've ever went to a professional rugby game and I fucking loved it it was uh, Munster v Connacht uh, Munster ended up winning <clears throat> unsurprisingly at the nice. time but uh, you know it was like I was just a, uh, a young lad I'd say I was only kind of 11 or 12 and it was probably my first introduction to what rugby really is and I yeah. fucking loved it I absolutely loved it and that kind of got me onto rugby now I, like I didn't start rugby till I was about 16 but um, you know I, I just loved it as a sport from there on is so, that um, you, do you look back on that and that's kind of the you're saying like that's wow that's when I really said yeah, I wanted yeah, to play rugby like 
Yeah, that's kind of the moment. And like, I know at the time, like, I, I wouldn't have been able to kind of play rugby because, yeah, you know, there's fucking five children in my house that we live in the back of our and the closest uh, rugby team would have been a half an hour drive away. So uh, I, uh, we kind of left it you know, a couple of years, stayed playing hurling and whatnot. Then when we got old, a bit older, I was like, yeah, yeah I'd like to play rugby. Uh, started with Kilkenny then, which is probably, from my house, it's probably about a 40-minute drive, lad. So that was a big commitment, not only yeah. from from uh, myself, but from the family as well. So, the parents uh, too, yeah. The parents, yeah, yeah. Massive, massive uh, kudos to them. So, uh, yeah, but that was... Did you watch no, not a fucking hope. Leash your car, lad. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Perfect. <laughs> well done. No, that's great. Yeah, that's brilliant, name. That's yeah, actually, that yeah, that's really cool. Um, Jack, what about yourself? I would say probably back in 2018 when uh, when uh, Limerick won the All-Ireland. Um, because obviously we had, what, like 45 years of a drought uh, back, ba- uh, back till 1973. So obviously... You know, we hadn't expected much, um, much kind of from like um, our teams, but I remember that day, like just the entire, just the entire county, just it was almost everyone was like on drugs, like because everyone was just so happy, like yeah. it was just like it was just wild, you know. And obviously for the for, um, forty days that went after, it, like everyone was just like so delighted and so like proud to be from your area and yeah it was, it was just great like it was just so it was just so yeah just so great brilliant yeah of course look of course it's going to be like something like that is definitely going to be you know especially it's going to be a great memory for you um yeah. so that's, that's yeah that's a great one um robbie talk to me yeah a few kind of bouncing around in my head there um i think i'll go for the kind of earliest one which would be uh 1994 ireland versus italy um it's the Giant Stadium, uh, and uh, Ray Houghton scored a, an absolute screamer of a goal. I remember sitting in the sitting room uh, with my dad and uh, my uncle and my brother, and just everyone went absolutely nuts because, like, we weren't expected to get anywhere near uh, like beating Italy or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of just a fantastic kind of moment, and uh, yeah, it's one that will kind of live long in the memory. I suppose just kind of the celebrations afterwards, and then kind of sitting on the edge of your seat for the rest of the game, hoping we'll kind of uh, hold on for the win, you know. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I think that's. I don't think you're the only one on that one, Rob. Yeah, definitely. That's just absolute stellar moment for everyone in Ireland, really. But yeah, great one, TJ. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, I think I go hurling all Ireland as well. Like Jack, it'd be the two thousand and nine All Ireland. Um, was the game that against Tipperary that we were out of for long patches, and to finish as strongly as we did. I know there'd be questions about the penalty we got. But, I mean, referee gave the decision and that's it. And, I mean, Henry Shefflin burying it and then Martin Comfort following it up with a goal after after setting up Richie Power for uh, the play that led up to the penalty to do the four in a row. It'd be one that would live in memory because yeah. I thought we were in trouble. I won't lie, I really did now. Fair play to Tipperary, they got revenge in 2010. But, um, yeah, to do the four in a row was a real special memory. and. Yeah friends of mine on the team as well added to it yeah exactly absolute scenes as well yeah brilliant she's like I remember that myself um, yeah well if I was to ask myself then guys I probably would have said the 2008 Champions League final for me Man United beating Chelsea on penalties that was just a whirlwind of emotion oh, yeah. just everything everything tears anger laughter celebration I remember running out into the street with the rest of the kids and everyone was just jumping all over each other it was just amazing Terry missed a penalty was it that's right yeah I'll never forget it 
And when Van der Sar said and Nicholas and Elkis penalty to win it. Terry, Terry Sky the kick, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I thought he'd be the hero there. You know, I lined up here, fixed his captain's armband, slips this to post. Don't feel any sympathy for him because you know what he does. He sleeps around, so you know I don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> um, okay, right, guys. Trot, I, <laughs> I don't. I just we just missed out on the. You know, we might just take a break for a couple of minutes, will we? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we're running out of time, so yeah. Yeah, we'll come back. We've yeah, only got sure. two other topics, so we'll come back, take a quick break, and uh, we'll come yeah. back to you. To be we're fair, Ricky, it was a fair shot. It was a fair shot. Oh, give it a good go, didn't I? I give it a good go. I, th- I think if you did, if you didn't drop out there halfway through, we we could have. Oh damn, Vodafone! Tell me, Vodafone. If you're listening to this podcast, you're just <laughs> sort your shit out, Vodafone. Yeah. Just, just before we finish, lads, I was doing a radio course today, and they were saying dead air is in bad. You're always told dead air is terrible, but that was actually ripping the piss there now. So. <laughs> Podcast no, we, I think we, yeah, we all got a good laugh at it. That's the joys of it. That's the joys of it. TJ, you're not to edit any of it, are you? That's all I want. Oh, yeah, don't I touch have it. to. Well, if I you don't realize... have to. No, don't, 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 don't. I said in the middle of it, how the fuck am I going to edit this, lad? So I have to edit <laughs> yeah, that. No, 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 you don't. You don't. You don't. It's, yeah, as Jack said, it's comedy gold. Don't That's touch it. It's so That's... natural, like. It's, yeah, That's it's the natural. Thing, yeah. yeah, it's it's you know, it's just it's natural. It's as good as free balling. Like yeah, you know, just just it's go organic, with the flow. Man. Just go with the flow, man. Go with the flow, like you know. Okay, let it just to make it clear. It wasn't my editing anyway. So it's yeah, no, thirty-seven it, minutes it, it, of so. If there's backlash, I will take the full and entire blame myself. <laughs> Wow, okay, I, th- cool. I thought we were going okay. to go professional or something, but ah, if I could. All right, boys. Talk in to you, lads. Talk to you. Good luck. Welcome back to Two Hands in the Hole podcast. Guys, I hope you enjoyed your break. Um, listen, what we'll do is we have just a couple of topics left. So just one for the uh, for the listeners and viewers. So just any shows you kind of recommend, anything you've been watching the last week. It doesn't have to be a show. It can be a movie. Just something that you think that you really enjoyed, you know, kind of watching and kind of anything that could, you know, you definitely recommend, you know, something for people to watch because everyone's stuck at home, you know what I mean? Just something for to keep us going. So maybe, let me see. I change it up a bit, as Liam would say, and I might go with Jack. Jack, you've been watching uh, so I guess um, recently I've been watching the Tommy uh, Tiernan show. Um, like I would be a big fan of Tommy Tiernan and and his um, and his comedy, but um, obviously, is it in the past year or two he has been doing that talk show where he doesn't know the guests coming on. So there's obviously an MC and then he'll say who it is. You know, uh, we'll say it's like Liam O'Neill. And then that is the first time Tommy Tiernan knows who the actual guest is. And then they walk out and then Tommy just has to talk to the person for, we'll say, like 10 or maybe like um, 10 or uh, uh, ten or 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, but it actually makes for like some really like good, in, uh, good chats because uh, like sometimes you might have people like the two Johnny's on or else you might have like Paula Connell or maybe like some actor or like some actress or just anyone like and yeah. uh, I feel like it's, and I feel like it really shows you a different side of Tommy Tiernan because I don't only know him through his comedy, um, but I guess it shows you more of a kind of softer, uh, more kind of softly spoken side. And I actually do think he's a really good interviewer. I just feel he listens and he kind of just asks de- decent questions. 
Joe, I mean, things you wouldn't get on the Late Late Show or Joe. Well, I don't watch many talk shows. He's like, uh, he's is probably the, you know, the only one. But I would recommend that to watch. It is actually yeah. in, uh, enjoyable. Yeah, uh, sorry, a guess one for you, Jack, is Tommy Tiernan is the quietest, shyest person you meet off stage. It's so funny because he just comes across like, you know, I mean, through his comedy, the exact opposite. Like, yeah, but obviously worked, that's just his, his persona. I worked at Cat's Laughs for a number of years, got to know a good few of the comedians. And Tommy Tiernan is, the, PJ Gallagher is just one of the lads, absolutely hilarious, the same on as he is off. But Tommy Tiernan yeah. is, he, he's actually the quietest lad, soundest lad you meet, really respectful, everything. I won't tell you the worst so one, well. but... Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Then he goes on stage and goes berserk. So you can see why he's so good on the talk show. Like, yeah, true, yeah, true. I actually yeah. do really like it. Yeah, no, it's great. It's good. Show. I've actually seen it as well, Jack. It's actually brilliant. And it's again, I, lo- yeah. I just love the idea of it. Like, it's so off the cuff, like, because you know, he has nothing true. to prepare for. Like, and that's the thing. That's why he, it's kind of instead of just being like, you know, you can tell sometimes when interview is so prepared. Like, this country, he just literally has no idea what he's like, what he's in for. Yeah. And so- Questions he comes out, some of the things he says, and yeah, no, definitely it's a great show for people to watch because I've seen it for myself a few times and it is absolutely brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. So, great show, you there, Jack. Uh, let me go, Robbie. What you got? Yeah, um, uh, I suppose I've been watching, uh, kind of binge watching the kind of scrubs, uh, which I kind of recommended a few weeks ago. But, um, what I'm going to recommend for this week is, um, he's an American comedian, his name is uh, Bill Burr, and I've just been kind of oh, watching a lot. Burr a lot of his stuff on YouTube, just like, you know, he might be going on like a talk show and he's just, they just ask him a random question about something political or a sports question, or even just seeing little snippets of his kind of comedy shows, like just on YouTube and stuff. And he's just, he's absolutely hilarious. He's just a real kind of straight talking sort of guy. And uh, yeah, he's just uh, comedy goals. He's uh, definitely one. If you haven't seen him, he's got some really good uh, uh, specials on Netflix uh, you got I think maybe two or three of them or three or four of them on Netflix, so it'd be kind of good to watch. Yeah. And then lots of stuff on YouTube as well. So yeah, Bill Burr, he's uh he's from Boston. He's a small little uh, ginger guy, and uh, he's just hilarious. Bill Burr, cool. I'd have to actually check that out. I'm the person I've not watched this evening really, so I might actually check that out. Cool, Robbie, deadly. Um, we see, uh, Liam, what you got for me? Yes, Ricky. If you are looking for something to watch, right, <laughs> I have something that is is adult viewing. Like it's not like Oh, explicit content, but like, oh, there's there's killing, there's drugs, there's earthing in it, right? But it's happy. Go on. Have any ever seen it, lads? Happy. No. Happy, no. No, ah, uh, boys, go on to Netflix and add it to your list straight away. It is, <clears throat> it is completely fucked up. All right. So basically, he's an ex-cop. Um, he's absolutely yipped on drugs. He's drunk the whole time. And he's a private investigator that will go around and kill everything that fucking moves. Uh, as, long, as long as he has a contract for it. It's um, Christopher Maloney. Do you know your man out of... Um, he's in Law and Order, Special Victims Unit. The main yeah. guy in that. that. It's him. And like, I know he's playing an ex-cop, but it, it is a completely different role for him. And he plays it so fucking well. Um, no, like, I, I can't... Like, I can't describe it because it is it is so fucked up. And like, lads, it's just get in and watch it. He basically, right, so his daughter gets abducted, but he doesn't know he has a daughter. And his daughter's imaginary <laughs> friend, right, his daughter's <laughs> imaginary friend comes 
and talks to him and he can see the daughter's imaginary friend. <laughs> and obviously we can all see the imaginary friend as well, but no one else can. And lads, like the imaginary friends helped him kill all the bad guys, fuck people up and you know, try to get the daughter back. But lads, there's two seasons of it. Uh, he will not be disappointed. And it is an absolute, oh. like, you know, like, the more you get into it, the more fucked up it gets. And it's just like, oh my God, this is fucking class. Um, definitely, I, uh, I definitely do. Um, I would not watch it with your parents around because you know, it'd be like, you know, there's a few, there's a few oh, scenes in there. Like, yeah, there's, there's a few scenes in there. Like, what the Raunchy. fuck? So uh, well, that yeah. sounds absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, that sounds absolutely does. unreal. What's on the that. name again, Liam? Sorry, Happy. 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 Oh, yeah. I feel like Liam, you've been telling me about this now. Actually, you've told me about this. I way think before. I have. Yeah. I think, I think even I back in back in the active club days, I think you've been telling me to get on this. And you know what? Yeah. Given there's no better time. Yeah. Lads, I watched it before, and I'm actually watching it again. Um, I actually think I've watched it both the seasons twice before, and I'm watching it again. Like that's how good it is. And it's, it's just it's fucking brilliant, lads. Just get in and watch it. Definitely. So yeah, definitely going to do that anyway. Definitely, absolutely. Uh, TJ, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to go completely full circle again in a sense and I make perfectly clear I'm not an axe murderer or anything like that it's just what comes God. up on Netflix I watch and that's it um, it's called you, exactly what an axe murderer would say that's exactly what an axe murderer would say though wouldn't it so I just want to clarify boys, huh? I, I went through a phase of audiobooks and books on true crime and everything and then this popped up on Netflix and I saw the video on YouTube of it and it intrigued me to see behind it. But anyway, I get to it. It's called Crime Scene, <laughs> The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Uh, it's oh, on yeah, yeah. Netflix. Oh, it yeah, yeah. Now, it's just fucked up, lads. It's, there's a lad, a character in it. I won't lie to you. I was actually scared going to bed. He's, um, I won't ruin it, but there's this lad in it. He's a real... I'm trying to think... The proper term. He's the he's the uh, musician, is he? Yeah, the musician. He oh yeah, yeah. Freaked me out. Um, I yeah, the name was. escapes me now, but um, it, it, it he was suspected of something. What it was about was this twenty-one-year-old Canadian, um, went to she was suffering with bipolar and she was trying to move on in her life, so she decided to go to Los Angeles. Now, any of you hear of Skid Row beyond documentaries and programs and all of that? Skid yeah. Row is actually a name of a place. It isn't a nickname. It's where Los Angeles, they had a real bad homeless problem. So instead of having homeless people taken away from kind of the good parts of Los Angeles, they were so shallow. They said, here, we put them all into this. It's around they call it about 20, 15, 20 block area in Los Angeles. But there's this hotel that was founded in the 1930s called the Cecil Hotel. And that was right in the center of Skid Row that was set up. But this 21-year-old went, stayed in the hotel. And there's a video on YouTube, if you look it up, Eliza Lamb's the poor person's name. And the video's kind of freaky, like. She goes into an elevator and just just weird, weird actions she does. But eventually, about I think about two weeks later, she's found in the water tank in the hotel and no one can explain it. They're saying that she drowned 
but there's a bit more behind it, so I let you let the listeners and you decide. But uh, yeah, they, don't give away too much anyway. The, the yeah, lad, yeah. that singer He's in not it. Not gonna ruin it though. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, I just say one more thing. It's a bit like the Titanic, lads. I mean, if you do a bit of research, you know exactly what what happens. Like, um, but the singer in it, he will absolutely freak the shit out of you completely. So what you're saying is, TJ, right? Have a few drinks before you watch it, and then right before yeah. you go to bed, eat some cheese. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. That's uh, yes. I, I'm, I'm on look, it. <laughs> actually, I'm looking up the name of the singer uh, just to see because he's actually worth looking up because he really freaked the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. So why yeah. are you looking up that? Are we missing someone's top picks? No. Morbid, we, sorry, we, morbid. Ricky's, are we? Yeah, mine. Thanks, Liam. Thanks, Jack. We'll come back to you, TJ. We'll come back to you, TJ, when you find out your man's name. But, um, um, morbid, I have it there now. Morbid. If you love morbid, it, yeah. morbid. Nice. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, nice. TJ, that's a great very show very as well. Friendly. It's a great show, TJ. I've, I've watched it myself, actually, as well. You're right. It is brilliant. I think if I, for anyone that's listening like that, it is in the top 10, I think, in Netflix at the minute. So definitely get on that. It's a good show, TJ. So a uh, couple of the other ones that I've been watching have... For fuck's sake, lads, has Ricky gone Is again? he gone again? For fuck's sake! I wasn't leaving a long anyway. time. Anyway. <laughs> 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 I see Robbie, oh, well. Robbie uh, even muted his mic and came back in there. As well. I, was just, yeah. I was just checking. I was just checking there. For I was just going to say one thing. I was going to say... Are you sir? He's, he's back. back. He's back. Vodafone again, lads. I swear to God, I actually, I should have just left off. I should have just left off the internet. I turned it back on. I said, you know what? Surely it won't happen twice in one night, in one hour. Yeah, lightning never strikes twice. <laughs> no, of course, goddamn Vodafone. I swear to God, whoever's listening to this podcast, for all the, like the listeners we have, you never get just to never ever get Vodafone. But uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> listen, uh, right, the one I was there too. The two I was going to recommend uh, before Vodafone fucked me over. Um, I've been watching. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on. I have no TV. See downstairs. So it's on um, Sky Box Office and all, or Sky Box Sets and all that. It's Your Honor. Uh, Brian Cranston's yeah. in it. Oh my god! Absolutely. Have you seen it, Jack? It's absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. it's oh my god! Really, really good. Isn't it? It's just so intense, like as well, and the story. Like Brian Cranston is just an absolutely amazing actor. Absolutely amazing. He really is. Yeah. I mean. Even when, like, we were growing up, and I mean, we'd have watched Malcolm in the middle. Yeah. Like, who, yeah. who, like, who would have thought that how Brian Cranston would have gone on to have this illustrious acting career? Like, no one, but he's actually phenomenal, isn't he? He does everything, he shows he can do everything, like, you know, because he was like, even in Malcolm in the Middle, he was absolutely hilarious, like, he was definitely one of the best oh, characters yeah. in there. And then he goes so on good. to do these kind of serious dramas, like, and you know, you had Breaking Bad, which he was amazing as well. But I think yeah. this is just level as far as the acting of this is absolutely outstanding, like, outstanding. It is, yeah, it is. Um, anything else I had? What was it? Oh, there's the movie I watched now. I know it's on Amazon Prime at the minute, and it's, it was out last year when a load of Oscars, that Parasite. Oh, my God, lads, that is what a movie. Like I know, God ones. forbid, it's a, bit, it's, it's a bit of subtitles. Like, I know it's in subtitles, but it is unbelievable. Talk about the most fucked up movie you'll ever watch. So if you have two hours to spare, definitely got on it, guys. Or anyone that's at home, definitely got on it. Amazing film. You can see, when you watch it, you can see why it won them Oscars. It is amazing. Koreans are mad bastards, to be honest with you. They have some mad uh, films and programs and stuff. 
Oh my god! But you know, like I put it off for ages. I was going to watch it. Like you know, you say, "Ah, oh, you hear one all them Oscars last year at the obviously at the Oscars." And it's like, "Oh yeah, whatever." It's ah uh, subtitles. Uh. But then I just said we, we decided. Then uh, I mean, Larry just decided to duck. We sit down, we watch it, and guys, it is amazing. Have any of you seen it? No, never did. No, no, no. no I have definitely. heard that it's amazing, though. Yeah, it is. Honestly, guys, trust me. I know you. You look and you think, "Oh, it's a bit weird," like, but it's it's just yeah. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, good one. Can I just pick up so, one thing that Liam said. Just yeah, go for Christopher, it. Mal- Christopher Maloney. Uh, we just looked him up there, and he was in uh, Oz, uh, the TV show about prison. Don't you? He's ever watched that? No, never even heard it. It's an absolutely brilliant show. It's about uh, sounds familiar. It's uh, set in prison, and there's all like kind of different gangs in the prison, and they all like like literally like probably two people get killed every episode. Someone gets shanked, and. Uh, Nice. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant series. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's uh, Oz, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of action-packed and just loads of shit going down, drug deals and just crazy stuff. Yeah, cool. Great actor, nice one. Always. Great actor. Nice one, Rob. Uh, all right, guys, look, we move on to the old highball. We go Get up the fuck. All right, so here we go. Bit of, not the best one, guys. No, so I didn't get much time to think about, especially on his work all day, so... Bit of a uh, kind of one, but listen, I'm just going to ask y'all anyway. So, if you had the chance to be anybody right now, boom, you're going to go to sleep, you're going to wake up in the morning as whoever you want to be. Now, I know y'all want to say me, but look, we're not going to say me, okay? We're going to say <laughs> someone else. So, uh, Robbie, Robbie, let's go with you, man. What you got? Oh, uh, man. Um, I think this is more of a, like a go to a lean first sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. You're right. I, actually, actually, right. I have a question on this, right? I have a question, right? So I just need an answer, Liam. No, 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 right? I, we need. I need. I'm going to do a Robbie on this. I'm going to break down the question, right? So, okay. <laughs> when I go when I go to sleep and wake up and I wake up in their body, do they wake up in my body? Yes. Okay. And do I have my thoughts? Yes. Or do I have? Are like so. I have my. No, it's you. It's you. Right. It's like you know, Freaky Friday shit. Like one of them things. Freaky Friday shit. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I wouldn't want anyone with my thoughts, with my fucked up brain. So. Um... <laughs> no, you're keeping your fucked up brain. You're all right. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um. Fucking hell! I'm gonna have to. <sighs> Jesus Christ! This is such a tough one. All right. I'm gonna yeah. go with. I'm gonna go with what probably would be. Uh, my. It was going to be my next high ball, but I'm going to go with uh, Idris Alba because cool. he is he is my ultimate, and I mean this, my ultimate man crush. I yeah. mean, if I was if I was gay, he'd be the guy. So Idris Alba, I'm waking up in his body, and that poor cunt is waking up in my body. <laughs> well, what are you doing? What are you doing when you're waking up as Idris Alba? Like if you you know you probably just take a shower and just probably like, yeah. like oh my god. <laughs> You just have to admire yourself, lads. You know, like, uh, yeah, you, have to, you have to do this it. This is getting yeah, really yeah. weird. <laughs> you know, well, Ricky asked the question, you know. So, um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not, sex with Idris Elba. Well, I'm not, though. I'm just like, yeah. Like, you I'm have to admire that. yourself, though. You know, like, yeah. Right. Big just, dude, so re- big just, dude, just for. Just for a recap on that, just for a recap on that one, anyway. So Liam's answer is I just about the first thing you do is have a shower, right? Anyway, moving on then. Uh, TJ, TJ, please let's say, save oh, this one. Save it. I'm trying to look up Google here. So, <laughs> Robbie, wait, who do you, Robbie? 
I'm at, I, I can't answer this question because, like, if I if I wake I up in someone else's body, if I wake up in someone else's body, ah, lad, you're gonna leave me out here to dry, are you? Jack, you, <laughs> you, you, you left yourself out. Come on, Jack. You left yourself out. Wesh, out of shame. Um, can it be dead or alive, or is it just strictly people who are alive? Well, now? if you if you if you wake up in his, you're gonna wake, if you're gonna wake up in a dead man, you're gonna wake up in a coffin. So I'd probably stick with someone alive. Yeah, true, true, true. Good, good point. I'm. <laughs> it's so hard, like, because there's so many good options. Like, um, there is. I think one of them would probably be like Jeff Bezos. Just wake up at like hundred billion dollars. And then, nice. obviously, for the first half of the day, I just go wild, just buying whatever. But then, at the end of it, then whatever I've left, you know, you just give it to charity, or, or like maybe just give it to the homeless people or whatever. But uh, to just have that money and just just do whatever, like I think it'd just be cool for one day, maybe something like that. Cool, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, if you, okay. If you walk up in his body, right, and you still knew us, would you bring us off for our uh, two hands and hard podcast Christmas party that we we're meant to get in twenty twenty? Oh man, hundred percent. Do you know what? I'd actually transfer myself, maybe like a hundred million, something small, and then I get the rest <laughs> so, charity. So, so, so I'm humble like so that. So then tomorrow I wake up and I'm rich again. <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Tricks, man. Keep, tricks, tricks. Yeah, keep it humble. So you get to change back. Is that what you're saying? Is that what's happening? I think so. Yeah. It's only for a if day. you want. If you can, if you want. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. didn't really think this through. I did. You're getting too much into it now. Yeah, I'm tired. Right, okay, no, that's a good show, Jack, actually. So you do have one day. You've got one day. And Liam is going to spend the whole day in the shower. So we know that anyway. Like, that's not enough time for moisturizing and everything. I'm going to get out looking like a prone. Like, that's how long I'm going to be in the shower. Like, (laughs) wrinkled fingers. Everything is going to be wrinkled, lads. He just get transferred back into his body. He'd be like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) Why am I so wrinkly? Hey, look, lads, look, I expect, I expect Idris Elba to be in the shower the whole day as well, you know? Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, cool. we'll go back to someone else. Uh, Robbie, do you think of anything? Yeah, like, if it's only for a day, like, if I couldn't, like, do it forever because I have kids and all, like, that, would, that just wouldn't be right, like, you know? But, um, you know, I'd probably just, uh, like, probably go for something similar uh, to Jack. I'd go for Bill Gates. Also, because oh, of the money, but also because I like just see is any of these half of these uh, conspiracy theories about uh, Bill Gates true. So then I'd be able to say, right, that conspiracy is definitely true. He's definitely knows some aliens. No way. So uh, yeah, I think I pick Bill Gates. Uh, you know, slip it in, maybe. Well. I'd probably go for a billion. You know, he probably wouldn't miss that. I'd probably slip that into my account, and uh, yeah, true. just figure out what's ha- what secret societies he's a member of and all that sort of shit. And yeah. yeah, happy Good with that. Show. Good shout, yeah, really good shout there. I was actually thinking that myself, to be honest with you. Uh, TJ, did you Google anything there? I did, I did, but I Googled the wrong way. So, but I came up with what? <laughs> I, 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 I found you Googled the wrong way. How do you Google the wrong way? Google it upside down. What do you mean? Let me clarify. I thought it was you just had the body of the person. Ah, uh, fuck off, would you, TJ? No, yeah? I didn't, but actually, I'm Holy glad when we tried. Uh, fuck up now. I'm glad that we tried, actually, Famous. because he's Mad. one of the coolest one, but um, he's no longer with us. It has to be James Dean. Um, nice. Brilliant cool, actor, yeah. cool, the charisma, and just gives off that vibe of... Um, so, yeah, it'd be James Dean. I didn't know you could have loads and loads and loads of money. Now, what I meant was... I googled the wrong way if I were looking up the richest man. 
Um, <laughs> I might have gone for your man right. that's in Vince, in Vince, or uh, Tesla. I can't think it's Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Yeah, so oh, yeah. that's why I looked it up. But um, no, I stick with me answer, James Dean. Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good answer. It's a good answer. I'd have to say, right, for myself, I would probably go with Vladimir Putin. Oh, that would <laughs> nice. be Just that'd to feel that power. To feel that power for one day. Do you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. Would you be rushing to change back, though? Oh! Hey. 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 <laughs> Just putting it out nice. there. Just putting it out there. <laughs> oh, my God. TJ, you are <laughs> you have how long have you been waiting to uh, use those? He's been sitting on them for years. Oh yeah. man, it makes them fermenting. They have. Oh my god, brilliant! <laughs> that was brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> what a great way to finish this episode, boys. That what was a great yeah, way. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Uh, so that's pretty much it, guys. Oh, just what I said it too. It's one interesting, useless fact for the week. If you want to hear this one, I've seen this on Uberfax today. I thought it was hilarious. And Liam, you love Uberfax as well. You get a buzz out of this. Yeah, yeah. A baby, a baby pterodactyls are called flaplings. Boom. There you go. You never need to know that, but now you know it. Now I know it. Uh, nice. Right, guys. Look, I, I don't I like know what you said. Well, had, I had an absolute. I really enjoyed it. I absolutely loved hosting it there today. I hope you, had a, I hope you really enjoyed it. It was great having all yeah, of you on as right. well. Yeah. And uh, right. sure enough. As they say, you know, I, I see you when I get my glasses, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks a million, guys. Good luck. 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 Good luck.